1: is going on everybody welcome into the fantasy coaches podcast i am your host coach steve we are back at it again guys the whole crew's back together once again for waiver wire mondays uh hopefully you guys had a great week too i know i did especially as a fantasy owner and as a dolphins fan shout out to the dolphins but uh we're gonna have a fun episode today guys talking about waivers and of course let me introduce the crew of always coach Jibs. what's going on today brother uh, fly. goes five, baby. Yeah, you're getting ready, man. We got an hour and a half until game time, right? They play at like 730, right? Or is that the Bills game? I think they play later. No, they play later. Oh, well, let's tell. We'll make sure we'll get you out of here by 830. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Coach John, what's going
2: on, brother? Nothing much. Had a great day at work, and now I get to talk football on a Monday, so everything is
1: good, man. Love it, love it, love it. So, like I said, guys, we are talking waiver wires and whatnot. We got a lot of other things in between before we get to that, so uh of course i didn't bring this up beforehand but let's see what's on my schedule here today guys all right fantasy news here let me see if i can bring this up real quick of course i don't have my slideshow prepared just yet as the literally the one thing i forgot today my slideshow but i am bringing it up as we speak right now guys so bear with me for like 13 seconds here as it processes Uh, I guess we could start at the top here. Oh, there we go. Of course, Trey Lance is the big news guys. He played up into the first quarter, ankle injury. We have a big 49ers fan uh, was screaming his mind off after Trey Lance went down. But he is confirmed out for the season, some kind of fractured ankle. What do you guys expect from this 49ers team with Jimmy G back at quarterback?
2: I mean, I think you. What well, the nice thing about the situation is, we know what to expect because we've seen Jimmy G be the quarterback for the past, you know, couple of years. So I think it's going to be. It, this isn't as dramatic as like when Dak went down and you have to go to Cooper Rush. You know, it's like this is a pretty good transition to a backup. Um, and Jimmy G is a starter quality, so I think all the pieces are going to be just fine. Uh, you know, I. This is a, a horrible situation for Trey Lance, and it's a, a shitty situation for the Niners, but. Uh, in terms of fantasy options, I think Jimmy G is not a downgrade at all. I think it's a you know cope aesthetic, as as we say.
3: <laughs> all right, okay. Yeah, I think it's going to be a Steady Eddie.
2: Steady
1: Eddie,
3: Steady Eddie. So he's going to put, he's going to go in, and we saw him in relief and he got 16 points. So I'll give it to him. He ain't rusty. He's pretty much auditioning for a job again.
1: Yeah, I think you guys said it best. I mean, it was only four games ago if less i think uh that jimmy g was starting quarterback for the 49ers so we saw last year with debo and brian Ayuk in the second half and the consistency of george kittle if anything it's probably a slight upgrade because you're going to get more accurate ball throwing which i like to see in a quarterback and you're just not going to be a quarterback that you won in fantasy anymore it's going to be everyone else around him that actually does well enough i think so Uh, Everyone else should hopefully have a bump up. Jimmy G is a middle range QB2 in fantasy, decent in two super flex leagues, but he's not a potential starting quarterback as of right now. So, All right, some other news, Dalton Schultz, MRI uh, expected to be able to avoid uh, extended absence, Uh, week three is in question, but then I got later news that he has some kind of PCL injury that is similar to what's uh, Zach Ertz, ha- Zach Ertz. Uh, Zeke Elliott had last year. So just keep your eyes on that. We might talk about some replacements from him if he's actually out. James Connor has an ankle injury uh, on Sunday, but it seems like he's okay. But we know James Connor has a history of injury. So keep your eyes on that. Mike Evans suspended one game because he got into a little fight because Tom Brady can't, uh, you know, just stop talking to players and the refs about bad calls. So Mike Evans had to jump in and save his day. So, He is suspended one game, looking to appeal. We'll have to wait as the week goes on. Uh, Jerry Judy, unsure if he'll miss any time. Everything seemed to come back okay with his shoulder injury, but he's considered day-to-day. And then finally, guys, I want to mention this right here. J.K. Dobbins, the Ravens said they continue to see him as a week-to-week guy. Does this make you guys scared to own J.K. Dobbins, and are you looking to just get out while you can with him, or are you just going to hold the wagon with him?
2: I mean, I think you can't do you can't get out from under him yet because he hasn't seen the field. And so no one's going to trade anything for him. So I think you have to at this point just hold him until he gets healthy and back on the field. But, you know, this was the biggest fear going into draft season was that he just wasn't going to be ready. It was going to be a slow process coming off a major injury. And, you know, you're not going to get him until week four, five, six. And so that's kind of coming to fruition.
3: Yeah, and managers known what they were getting themselves into drafting them. So, like, you're obviously not going to sell low and you're going to just keep on your bench. Just wait till Saturday comes, Sunday comes, he'll go out, replace them, and just manage the roster that way. That's all I could say for it. But hopefully he does get on the field probably by the end of uh, four games or so. So he could get like a good like
1: rapport in and get his uh, work in and his reps up. Yeah, it's just it's too much of a, a bad investment to just sell off him now. Just had to have see if that was something that you guys were thinking, because I definitely wasn't thinking that either. You just have to kind of hold on to J.K. Dobbins and hope for the best right now. Hopefully, because their run game is just dreadful right now. Hopefully, when Dobbins is on the field, he's going to possibly see the workload on that, so that's something to maybe buy into now on the low if you can, or hold on to him if you have him on your team, and just hope for the best, so hopefully he is back sooner than later or at least on the field sooner than later. So, all right. And that is much of the fantasy news. Obviously, if you guys are listening live right now, Gabriel Davis is out for Thursday night, oh, Thursday night, it's Monday night football guys. So if you have him in your lineup, get him out now and put somebody else in Jameson Crowder Isaiah azam McKenzie, KJ Osborne, Alexander Madison, maybe out there. uh nah, that's kind of what you're working with right now on, on this night here. So, and then, I don't really think any of the other other players like the Titans, or the Eagles. Well, Kenny Phillips, Kyle Phillips, he's another option. I just throw that out there. So we might talk about him later, too. But he's another option if you're looking for a replacement. So. All right, guys. So let's get in the segment here of the day. Keep and cut. Just a couple names real quick. Guys who are not really performing that well. If we should continue just to hold on to them or is it time to cut them? Uh, there's some big names on here, too. So and they're playing really bad. So first of all, Naeem Hines, RB36, keeper cut. I'm
3: cutting.
1: I'll cut him and anything other than the PPR League. I'll give him one more week. Alright. I think you can cut him. I'm not seeing it's not that like he's not seeing the targets, it's that he's not seeing the yards, so that's a big thing. Uh Chase Edmonds, RB thirty-nine through two games now. Keep or cut? Fine. We're gonna talk about Someone
2: else later, but I think Chase Edmonds is he's a keep, but it's getting close. It's getting scary.
3: I'll keep him too. Actually, I'll take my take back. I mean, huh? Hines is a dump. <laughs>
1: <I gotta keep laughs> okay. it's the same thing. Yeah, hold on to uh, Chase one more week and see how that goes. Hopefully, it gets better. So uh Zeke Elliott, RB forty-five through two games now. I saw this on the show, Doc, and I got sick to my stomach. (laughs) Yeah. I've 140 yards in back-to-back games and about four fantasy points in each game. It's
2: crazy to just cut him. So I'm going to say try and trade him on some name value. Uh, That's what I would do. But, yeah, it's not not good. It's not good. Uh, Trade him for something. Trade him
1: for anything. (laughs) Fab. Trade him for Uh, some fab. (laughs) Yeah, that for sure. Yeah, uh, I think you have to hold on to him at least a little bit longer. The name value is just too hard to dump off right now. I'm hoping hoping he gets back. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, RB48 through two games, played a hell of a more snaps than Damian Harrison in week two, but no production. I'm still keeping him just to see. I, I think
2: the Patriots offense looked kind of gross the past couple, the past two games. Maybe they figure it out and, and – and change a little bit, but the I think that's just more of an offensive production thing than it is a Ramondre Stevenson thing.
3: Yeah, I am still interested to see how the role will evolve throughout the season, so I'm gonna keep him. And you know
1: Harris has been prone to be here late in the season, so <laughs> this is true. Uh well he did get a little banged up right at the end of the game, uh, Harris uh, gets the Steelers. So maybe that could be something, who knows? Uh but I'm holding Ramondre Stevenson too. I wanna to see if that develops. Alright, some wide receivers. Brandon you wide receiver forty-nine now. Has Jimmy G at QB now. Yes, yeah, that's why I'm keeping him.
2: Keep just cause it. we got just because the quarterback change. Yep. I agree with mm-hmm. you guys. Keep,
1: keep, keep. Uh Chase Claypool, wide receiver fifty-eight. Get um, out here. <laughs> got, him. <laughs> got him. Got him. Got him. Seeing six targets in back to back games, but just until they switch to Kenny Pickett, I don't know if I want anything to do outside of Deontay Johnson and Fryermuth. Uh, let's see, Hunter Renfro, wide receiver, sixty-six. Oh my God! Costly game fumble this past weekend. Yeah, you can probably cut him. I'll cut him. I think you can. If you don't want to, that's okay. But you can if you need to find some kind of spark to your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, DK Medcalf, wide receiver, sixty-seven, <laughs> seven targets in back-to-back games. Uh, I'm st- okay. I'm st- I'm, st- I'm still keeping him. Yeah, I'm still keeping him. Yeah, I'm keeping Metcalf, and then MVS wide receiver seventy-seven. I'll, I'll cut him, him but the
3: production—he's like he's on the field, so like right, like eventually he will pop. Like you. Just, so is Matt Collins for the Raiders, but he's not productive.
2: <laughs> this is the thing about MVS. Is MVS has always been like a every once in a while he'll have a big game type of player so it's like if you invested in in mvs you kind of knew this going into it that he doesn't have a high floor and you just hope for the big games and it's like i'm just never good luck trying to predict when that big game's going to be so i'm i cut him but
1: some people like that that style all right and we do have a real life uh, fantasy question here guys from cameron uh he's a 16 uh, team ppr full ppr league looking to improve his roster should he cut or trade some players here so Uh, We'll quickly start with his starting lineup of Joe Burrow, CMC, Saquon, AJ Brown, Amari Cooper, Dawson Knox, the Eagles defense, and Dustin Hopkins. Is there anyone here you want to trade maybe? I don't think you're cutting any of these guys, but maybe trade.
2: Uh, I might try and upgrade Amari Cooper on name value somewhere, Um, cash in on that, but I don't I kind of like this starting Yeah, the squad's pretty lineup. good
3: for 16 yeah.
2: teams. Like, yeah, I'm thinking that around. too. I'm like, 16 teams? You got CMC and Saquon? Like, damn, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, like, I don't oof. Yeah, yeah. You, could, you
1: could upgrade Adamari Cooper, that wide receiver two position. Maybe Dawson Knox, you can find something, but we'll talk about his bench in a second. I think your starting lineup is pretty solid. I don't think you really need to go crazy on it. And let's look at his bunch real quick. He's got Daniel Jones, Kareem Hunt, Brandon Ayuk, Naeem Hines, Rondell Moore, David Njoku, KJ Hamler, Alexander Madison.
2: I think you can probably move on from Hamler at this point, which is crazy, but I think I just think you can. And then we talked about Naeem Hines. The other ones I'm, I'm okay with, Daniel Jones, Hunt, Ayuk, Njoku, Rondell Moore even, and then Madison you keep because it's just a super high-end
3: handcuff. Yeah, I think Hamler's just the one out for me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I think if Hines could be a, have a valuable role in a 16 team leaguer, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't be so opposed to cutting him
1: first. But you definitely have a roster spot to play with
3: Hamler in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely cut
1: Hamler. Ron Demmel's getting pretty close to me. Maybe try to trade Alexander Madison to the Dalvin Cook owner and try to get value that way, because uh, that is going to come at some point if you want to make a another jump for your team. Find another player that's useful on a week-to-week basis he did say he was thinking about doing this offer for amari cooper and nine hines for uh know, st brown yes if if yeah. you could get that absolutely i don't know if the
2: owner will be willing to do that uh it's too late now the problem is you're not going to do it after this week you yeah, <laughs> was... there's no way you're making this trade <laughs> after this past week
1: <laughs> yeah you, you might have to do a little more than just that to get him uh, Maybe, would you guys do a Mark Cooper and Cream Hunt for St. Brown?
2: I'd consider it. I mean, I'd, I'd consider you're dishing off two Browns to get a legit, I think, a top 15 asset. It's
1: not bad. Yeah, I'd probably I probably would consider it. I would consider it. Yeah, I think that's more of a more I mean, realistic value offer there, Cameron, for sure. I don't know if Hines has the value like Cream Hunt does. It sucks to give up two guys like that, but um it's definitely a better option so uh shot in the dark he said all right uh so before we get to another question here let's finish up with uh did we say mbs is a cut right cutting mbs or we... all right cool, cool 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 all right so before we get into another question we have here let's go to last week and see what we did last week it was just me guys so it's pretty easy here jeff uh, jeff wilson was my top guy 11 fantasy points pretty solid uh jalen warren Fortunately, Najee harris played so nothing really out of him uh, Zayn McKenzie might have an extended role, or will have an extended role tonight, so hopefully he is solid. Uh, Jahan Dotson was my number four guy. He had 15 fantasy points, which is great. And then Matt Ryan, I had number five. Big stinker for sure. Uh, so, uh, one more quick question here, and then we'll get into the waiver wire talk, guys. Kelsey, Zeke, and Drake London for AJ Brown and Dave Montgomery. Hmm. What side uh, would you prefer? I mean, if it's
2: probably. I, I I probably would still go with Kelsey Zeke and London. That's tough though. I just don't. I, I, I'm not. A, I've never been a huge David Montgomery fan. I just don't think he's. You know. So you're basically saying Kelsey and Kelsey and London for AJ Brown because Zeke and Monty wash out to me. They're like the same. So I think I'd
3: probably rather Kelsey and London. But it's it's close. It's a good trade. It's a fair offer. I'm taking Kelsey Zeke in London, Um, even though I'm an Eagles fan. I just think, like, even with that week one performance, like, there's still some variance to be seen. Like, Sariani was like, we got to get Smitty the ball. Like, only uh, two other receivers had a target. It was, like, three catches or three, four targets for Smith and then, like, one for, like, Watkins. So, like, his target share is definitely going to fall down. So, like, he's an elite player, but, like, I think in a volume or in the whole nutshell with Kelsey, you're getting the best tight end in the league. You're getting some scrap Zeke you could plug and play when the bye weeks happen. And then London has been performing well. Like he could be a elite receiver that no one's um, talking about. And he could kind of like uh, definitely smash his ADP
1: and um, probably be a high and wide receiver too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the best way to go about it. You're getting a playmaker and Zeke that just makes sense at that position there. Uh, London had a really great game. I think he's going to be a big uh, contributor to this Falcons offense. And Montgomery might be better than Zeke right now, but it's it's definitely a uh, just the other two players just kind of outweigh getting A.J. Brown or Dave Montgomery right now. Uh, so I would stick with Kelsey on that side. So my brother's truck ch- chimed in here. Tom Brady is the GOAT. <laughs> definitely not the GOAT here. So uh, so it is what it is. I'm not GOAT. Nope, nope, not at all. All We're going to have some more talk, but we're going to get into some of our waiver wires and we'll come back to you guys' questions here. So let's start with the top five waiver wires for each one of us here. Uh, John, you're going to go first on our waiver wire segment. So the first waiver wire ad for me, um, and it was kind of,
2: you know, the threshold we use is 40%. So this one's really close. He's right on the edge there. But I'm going to say Raheem Mostert. Raheem Mostert saw, uh, you know, an an uptick in workage and usage, and so he kind of overtook Chase Edmonds this one game. And, you know, maybe it was because they were playing catch up. Maybe it was because they were behind. You know, I don't know. But I, that's something I want to monitor and see because we, we've now seen the Miami Dolphins put up a six touchdown game that looks like their offense is going to be potent. Um, McDaniel's runs, his run game's always been strong. So I, I want a piece of that. And if I can get Raheem Mostad off waivers and see what I got. I think that's kind of the play for me right now. He's, he'd be my number one. I don't know if I'd burn number one waiver priority for him, if you're still doing waiver priority, but I would definitely put in some fab on him. Okay. Okay. So get, so go through all your
1: top five here. We're going to have each one of us go through our top five. So, Oh, okay. Uh,
2: So then number two would be Noah Brown, wide receiver for the Cowboys Um, scored a touchdown, a great touchdown, by the way, back of the end zone. So, I think he's there deprived for playmakers. You know, C.D. Lamb's going to see double coverage and, and see the safety shift over to him a lot. So they're going to be a lot of easy looks. Things that scares me is Michael Gallup is they're talking about him coming back sooner rather than later, but still Noah Brown, you know, 4% owned. So he's out there. Um, number three, I have Daryl Williams, assuming that, um, you know, James Conner might miss some time. It, it, it's getting you know, James Conner not the model of health. And so you want to grab that back up. And we saw what happens when he does go down. It's going to be Daryl Williams. So that's makes it easy for us as fantasy managers. Um, number four was Logan Thomas uh, at tight end because, you know, he's someone who's seen the snap shares last, you know, when he is healthy, he is a top 10 option, scored a touchdown. Um, you know, this Washington Commanders team is uh, you know, moving the ball well, believe it or not With Carson Wentz, so I, I'll take my chance With Logan Thomas that he's going to score touchdowns here You know, sporadically And then the last one, and this is probably If you're just super Superflex, but I'm going to say Jimmy G, um, because I, I think he's a, a great Plug-and-play quarterback too You don't have to worry about it, he probably won't Win you a week, but
1: he's not going to Bust on you either Alright, I like him, top five overall guys Alright, before we get to Coach Jibbs We have some more questions here um mike for dj moore and rashad bateman i'm assuming mike williams if i'm mistaken, if there any wide receiver out there so what do you guys think mike williams or dj moore and rashad bateman
2: i would probably ass- i'd probably do
3: dj moore and rashad bateman i'm taking more and bateman and running for the cliff <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think I think everyone's, you know, Moore is having a bad start to the season, but I think it will come around for him to really kind of step up. And Bateman has just been a, a big play ability guy for the Ravens right now. I don't think that's going to go away. He might have some down weeks, but he's going to be able to kind of bounce back and continue to just blow up at times during the season. So the two for one for for just the way depth works just works out for having taken both those guys. So. And then one more real quick before we get to Coach Jibs here. Somebody traded Curtis Samuel, James Robinson for Austin Ackler and Jerry Judy. Is this a steal for me or am I ignoring the production?
2: No, I think that's a a great trade. I think that's a great trade. That's that's how you capitalize on someone tilting early in the season. This is exactly what you do. Um, So I think that's a great trade. You did a good job. That's ocean's eleven right there,
1: but keep good work. <laughs> yeah, I think he did good because Curtis Samuel is injury prone in his career. So at some point he's doing well now, but it might not last all season. I do like Robinson though, but uh, also having Austin Eckler and you know Jerry Judy, hopefully he's okay, it should be it's a good it's a good move. It's definitely a good move, though. So definitely a good move. All right, before we get to more, Coach Gibbs, give me your top five over wall uh, waiver walk pickups. Oh,
3: I didn't put them in any specific order. Whatever, fine. Just five overall. If you're looking for a quarterback, guys, please go pick up Jimmy G. Like, we had Dak last week. We have Lance out. Like, there's quarterbacks that are are pretty trash out there that are not getting production. Like people are going to Matt Ryan. Parson Wentz probably got picked up. So do your favor and go pick up Jimmy G. We saw him got 16 points in relief. Uh, he knows the offense, got him to the Super Bowl plenty of times. So like I'm expecting more out of the wide receivers, and I'm expecting him to get on par with Kittle whenever he returns in the lineup. Um, if you need a running back, definitely. Um, I didn't know about this, but I'll still look into Darrell Williams, three percent own and Connor, yes, he seems to be okay, but I don't think they're gonna be giving him like the work like he was pinned getting like the last couple, I guess last season and then like in week one. So like I'll expect Aaron Williams to fill in a little bit more and you know Benjamin and take in um some third down work or either or so look into those two. Um Josh Palmer, surprisingly, is 34% owned. I'm expecting Keenan Allen probably to be out probably another week, maybe two. So like he has another shot to be the second dog on the um Los Angeles Chargers. He played the second most snaps besides Mike Williams, and um it's a good offense. So get yourself some Palmer. um Tight ends. um Also looking to Hayden Hurst. He's was second on the team in target share behind Jamar Chase's twenty nine percent. I think he's at sixteen percent, but obviously that's influenced by T. Higgins uh, missing on uh, the first game half, first half of the game. But I've been liking his consistency from week to week. He has five. Receptions in both games he's averaging 7.5 targets per game so obviously like he's kind of getting outshined with studs like higgins and um jamar chase in the end zone but like obviously if you're looking for a tight end that low you're hoping for a touchdown but he actually has some production to back it up so he's like a low end mid uh, mid-range tight end too that you could look into and definitely look into logan thomas guys like i agree with coach sean um he's still getting worked up to speed he was played 62 percent of the snaps last year he's up to 70 percent so um he did get a touchdown last week and i think he has a good shot the probably score against my eagles next week like hawkinson was kind of bottled up i think i don't i don't think the eagles are good at defending tight ends in my opinion i just think uh, hawkinson had poor chance and um Earth smith probably get like shadowed but
1: definitely looking to thomas all right coach Jims i love it all right let's get to some more questions we have here this one may be pretty easy here uh someone said that uh someone's offered me my tyree kill for alvin Kamara. so would you rather have tyree kill alvin camara right now <sighs> tyree Tyreek. You know. hands down unless you're super desperate for running back even then I If you, want better.
3: a running back? You better tell them to put another receiver in the deal. Yeah, you yeah. can get more than Alvin Kamara. If you need a running back, I'm
2: okay with trading away Tyree Kill. But you can get more than just Alvin Kamara.
1: Yeah, especially if Alvin Kamara is banged up right now. Tyree Kill is just going off. It just yeah. doesn't make sense to just go that route. You want more for the value that your guy's playing at right now. Uh, let's see here. We have all right. There's a question for tonight, guys. With Gabe Davis out, should he start Xavier McKenzie or Traylon Burks? McKenzie, do yourself some justice. It's funny. I
2: I know I want to say I want to say McKenzie, too, because I, I just think that that offense is a better offense. Um, but there is there is some sneaky upside to Traylon Burks. I mean, if if they are going to keep pace, if they are going to throw the ball at all, it's going to be to Traylon. So I, I I will say McKenzie for safety, um, but I'll be pissed if Traylon Burks scores a touchdown, has a big game, but I don't think he will. So I'm going to say Isaiah McKenzie.
3: (laughs) It's just for me. I know the Bills are going to pass more than the – Oh, yeah. We're going to run. So I figure there's going to be more opportunity for McKenzie. Yeah, they'll probably see similar target share. Like they'll both see,
2: you know, six, seven targets. It's just what – you know, Traylon Burks' targets could be downfield, big shots. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the only thing that scares me is if he's one of those guys where if he hits
1: on two big plays, you're like, uh, you're eating your words. Yeah, I kind of agree with you guys. Isaiah McKenzie should have a really great game out of the slot tonight. I mean, Gabriel Davis commanded, I think it was like seven or eight targets last week. Mm-hmm. They should see it closer to six or seven in this game here and, and should be able to have a really good fantasy day. So I, I would go that direction. Someone mentioned why we didn't mention Garrett Wilson yet, guys. Uh, it's because he is owned over, over 40% in most leagues. So we usually try to stay under the 40% mark here for more available players from most fantasy owners. So, but yeah, if Garrett Wilson's out there, he should probably be your top pickup. Number one, number, number one. one. <laughs> some <laughs> other guys that we haven't mentioned that you see on your waivers should likely be picked up first. It's mm-hmm. just, that these guys are under the 40% mark and we try to make sure that there's actual available players in these people's in everyone's league. So, that's why he wasn't mentioned. So uh, before we get to another question, I'll go through my quick five waiver wire pickups, guys. First up, I went with the Cardinals running back. I know James Conner's okay, but uh, James Conner has been a guy who's just continued to be, be get banged up over his career. An ankle injury is definitely not something that will just randomly go away, especially for a running back. Uh, Thoreau Williams and Edo Benjamin should both be picked up and at least put on benches for now because you don't want to wait until – actually something happens to James Robinson maybe next week. And then you're trying to fight with everybody uh, because they want that top player. I'd probably pick up Williams over Benjamin, but both should be on rosters next up for me. uh, The 49er running backs and continue to kind of show them some love because I know Jeff Wilson had a great game, but you just don't know what Jeff Wilson. Again, he is someone who's also dealt with injuries over his career as well. Darrell David price didn't play well. But he saw 13 carries in this game here. And I think at some point, these guys will get their opportunity to play in this offense here. Uh, Also, same goes for Jordan Mason, who didn't play, but he might get an opportunity with the way that Terrell Davis Price actually performed. So these guys are definitely pickups I want on my roster, at least. Next up is a tight end for me, and it's Isaiah Likely from the Baltimore Ravens. He has nine targets over two games here now, guys. And he looks like he's the third option in this offense. I know it's not a heavy passing offense, but he is a difference maker for this Baltimore Ravens team. And he's a difference maker, uh I guess against defenders. He can beat most defenders out with his speed here. He's kind of like a mini Kyle Pitts, uh, but he's on a better team. So I would go out there and want somebody like that, especially if you didn't draft a tight end early and you got went with like an Albert O or Irv Smith or, Uh, You know, I can't think of anyone else. Mike Gasecki, if you want one of those guys, I'd want to go get Isaiah likely right now and put him on my bench at least for now and see how he develops. Fourth for me is Greg Dorchich from the Arizona Cardinals. He's been really solid over his two weeks here now uh, as, you know, one of the better wide receivers for the Baltimore Ravens right now, Baltimore Ravens, the Arizona Cardinals right now. And yeah, he's got 13 targets over the first two games here. Another four weeks without DeAndre Hawkins. He seems like he's involved in this offense. He's fourth on my list. And then last but not least is Richie James. And it's hard to say that, but from the New York Giants. <laughs> but Richie James has been the most consistent Giants wide receiver so far this season here. Six targets in back-to-back games here now. puts up at least 50 yards in back-to-back games. He's got decent matchups with Dallas, Chicago, Green Bay, Baltimore. It looks like now uh, down the stretch here. Again, they're going to be playing from garbage time for most of the game. I'm not buying the two and zero start. He should see decent work if you're looking for depth piece at running back, especially with the bye weeks coming in just a few weeks. So again, not a great week for waiver wires overall, especially for those under that forty percent mark. So like I mentioned before. All right. So before we get to the position, other positional players that we might not have mentioned so far. Uh, let's see if there's any other questions here. I think there might be, duh, 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 duh. here we go. Blockbuster trade guys. Uh, I don't know what to do. PPR Alvin Kamara, a Rob, Elijah Moore, or Mike Evans, Kittle and Travis ETN. No I don't know
2: I don't know what <laughs> I would do here. This is a pretty, this is a pretty even trade. I, I mean, this is pretty fair. I think I'd maybe go with Kamara, the Kamara, a Rob, Elijah Moore side. Um, just because ETN is not panned into what we expected. Kittle is banged up. um, And, you know, Mike Evans is Mike Evans is Mike Evans. He's good. He's not gonna, um, you know, he's a easy plug and play guy, but, you know, there's some upside with Kamara when healthy Elijah Moore. And then, you know, people believe in Aaron Rob, you know, uh, Alan Robinson. I don't, but uh, there's enough upside with Kamara and more that I, I think I'd probably make that trade. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I'm going to take. It's such a it's such a fair trade. Like right, yeah, right now, like you, I think all together, I would probably would want the Camara side though, because I just feel more safe. Because I feel like Kettle could be a nothing.
1: hmm But I, I'm just low on Kettle, so. But it's definitely. You know, I, I, as you guys were talking, I, I thought of thinking more and more about this personally, and I think I might go with the Evans Kittle ETN side. Uh, and it's tough because obviously all these other guys, so too, not everyone's playing on either side here, but Doug Evans should be a consistent wide receiver one. I don't know if A-Rob or Elijah Moore is going to be a consistent wide receiver one for your team. Travis ETN has not performed to the level that maybe people drafted him at, but he's getting work. I think as the season goes on, remember, he's a technically a rookie he didn't play last year he might be able to get more work as the season goes on to maybe not be on alvin Kamara's level but be on a level where he might be a weekly flex option and then with george Kittle, if you don't have a tight end uh i mean george Kittle, when he plays on the field he is an elite guy it's just that health is an issue and i'd rather maybe take at least i know i'm going to get elite production when he's on the field than a guy who's kind of just back and forth all season and just kind of not consistent for you so deal with the injuries with kittle but i think i might take the mike evans side of this thing so it's the way i see it yeah i could talk myself into either side of this trade which means it's a good trade which usually means it's a good trade it's an even pretty even trade yeah yeah all right one more question then we'll get to the waiver the positional waivers here uh would you guys trade away matt ryan and dj Moore for t higgins ryan is my backup yes Hundred percent, Andrew. Trade that Make that trade. If you got it, if you accepted that if you get that trade, accept that right now, please. That that is the trade you want to trade, right? Matt Ryan is just nothing, and it's really DJ more for T. Higgins. And I'd rather have T Higgins right now. So let's get back in the positional rankings here, guys. Uh just gonna go through some other players that we might not have mentioned who are under that forty percent mark here, guys. So for quarterbacks, again, there's really no one that I like. Tua was just way too high. Uh he was on a couple of my leagues. Uh, waivers but for the most part the only guy I really like is Marcus Mariota I don't know if you guys feel there's any other quarterbacks that are worth picking up Jared Goff had a great week I mean I don't really see anyone else Geno Smith plays the Falcons I don't know if you guys think of anyone else
2: no Jared Goff is 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 interesting because I mean the Lions are leading the league in points right now so I you know as much as we want to poo-poo the Lions and say they're you know, there it's a great Cinderella story and all this. They might have a they might have a decent offense and they might be able to put up points. So I, I think I would I would look at Jared Goff. I'm not picking him up quite yet, but if he has another decent week, then yeah, he's probably a streaming option.
1: Nothing for you, Jibs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I had Marcus Mariota for the rushing floor. That's that's what yeah, I like.
3: And, Mar- and Mariota too. I like Mariota's logo. Maybe Justin Fields. He gets lighter competition for the rushing floor, but I don't know. I can't start him until he does I, it. I, I'm not starting <laughs> him either. I'm saying he's on Weavers.
1: Of course. Yeah. He is on He's definitely there, but I did not. I looked at him and I was like, nah, I'm good for this week. Show him him. Jimmy G. Yeah. Uh, Greg did say that he has Cole Komet and. Robert Tunyon. So getting Kittle. Yeah. Yeah, Do that and keep from that on your bench until he maybe hopefully breaks out still. So, all right. Uh, to their RBs, we already mentioned, uh, Darrell Williams, Ido Benjamin. I mentioned the 49ers guys already. Some other guys, Mark Ingram, Tyler Algier, Jalen Warren, Zach Moss, maybe tonight does well again. Uh, Hassan Haskin could play well with a Darrell, uh, Hilliard out tonight. Any of those guys excite you yeah, that we may not have mentioned yet? Algier a little bit. Um, you know, he's a rookie. He saw
2: he saw 10 carries, which kind of tied Cordero Patterson. I still think Cordero Patterson's the one you want in that backfield. But if Avis' season goes on, they start leaning on the rookie to see what they got in the future, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, Atlanta is not building anything for this year. They're looking to the future. So, um, if they start leaning on younger guys, Drake London, Tyler Algier, Kyle Pitts, and, and just seeing what they have in these players, you know, it, it could be another, it could be nice. But the problem is, you're going to get the the first second down back on a, a s- slow paced offense, so it's not great. But he, it's interesting the fact that he was a healthy scratch week one and then instantly threw thrown into ten carries. So <laughs> it was crazy.
1: Coach
3: um, I was also like to add Jeremy McKinnon, like slight production, but mm-hmm. still usable back in the Kansas city backfield.
1: Yeah. I East mean, East. both those guys both those guys work. McKinnon, Tyler Algier for sure. I think could be a good, just to pick up now and hopefully he has a kind of like a second half season kind of thing. So like these overall. All right. And then the wide receivers guys, uh, like I said, we already mentioned Greg Dortch. You guys mentioned Noah Brown. Yeah. Uh, We've mentioned Isaiah McKenzie multiple times tonight. I think in this uh, chat, uh, I mentioned Richie James. Just mentioned Joshua Palmer, uh, some other guys. Breshard Perryman uh, is definitely mentioned with Mike Evans out. Austin uh, Doolin from the Colts who played very well. DeAndre Carter, Michael Harmon, Nelson Aguilar, just because he did play, he has played well the last two weeks. Corey Davis, uh, Sterling Shepard, and Jameson Crowder maybe tonight if he does well, and obviously Kyle Phillips. Anyone you guys want to mention of that group? Or anyone else?
3: Nelson Aguilar. What a, what a catch. Oh, dude, <laughs> what a catch.
2: Right on his head, <laughs> too. That was a great, great. catch. <laughs> well, I don't <laughs> want to imagine. <laughs>
3: uh, I may spend a dollar on him this week.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, in a dynasty league, maybe. Sure, why not? <laughs> you're right. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I mean, Rashard Perriman could definitely be an interesting option if you're looking for a Hail Mary play because he did very well last week. He did do well. Uh, and Mike Evans could really much be out. So could Chris Godwin and Julio once again. And, you know, uh, Russell Gage has kind of been banged up. So he could end up being near wide receiver one, which is crazy. So that could be an option. Yeah. And then for tight ends, guys, we'll finish this up for the night. You guys mentioned Logan Thomas, Hayden Hurst already. I mentioned Isaiah Likely, but a couple other guys. Evan Ingram, uh, Tyler Conklin, David Joku, Jawan Johnson from the Saints. Anyone there else kind of intrigues you? I just had chills go through my body when you mentioned all those names. (laughs) (laughs) It is definitely not the best waiver wire week, guys. I hated talking about this waiver wire week, but (laughs) guys. No, no, I think we
2: mentioned the big ones: Isaiah Likely, Logan Thomas, and um, what's his name? Hayden Hurst. Those are the ones that the other ones. You know, are like the ones we mentioned are dart throws. The other ones we mentioned are super dart throws. Like you're standing way far away from the board throwing it. If you're
1: rolling out Evan Ingram, but uh, I, I would rather the other guys. I respect. I respect it. Uh, Juwan Johnson does kind of intrigue me. I don't want to jump on that wagon again, but he's had at least four tar- four catches and at least forty yards in back-to-back games. So it's not terrible for a tight end. If you're looking for some kind of change, maybe Cole command has been embarrassing you that much. You might want to pick up a backup and just maybe play him for one week and see if he can continue that production. Uh, that's that's the only other I want to just throw out there and mention. So but we are gonna wrap things up tonight, guys. This is our waiver wire show. We thank you everyone who did tune in for the show and asked us all the great questions and everything, and hopefully. In this tough waiver wire week, hopefully you guys get some nice gems out of it. And, again, like I mentioned, if we didn't mention a guy that you think had a big week and shouldn't be there, probably should be going to get him first over the guys we mentioned. So uh, just keep that in mind when watching to our show. Uh, Coach John, anything you want to say before we get going? Uh, go trade for Chris Olave. He saw over 300 air yards and
2: 13 targets last week. So it's the breakout is coming. It's going to happen. I've been saying it all offseason. It's going to happen soon. Uh, one of these days, you know, him and Jameis Winston are going to connect on a couple big bombs and he's going to be, it's going to be crazy. So go trade for um, Chris Olave.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jarvis Landry had 126 air yards last week. <laughs> 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 Say, yeah. Last summer, three
2: 305. It was, oh, uh, <laughs> it was insane. Oh my
3: God.
0: It was insane.
2: Yeah.
3: Go birds. Yeah, go. go. Birds. Yeah. Let's go.
2: Uh,
1: appreciate Justin you. Go nuclear too. <laughs> oh, we had one question come in real quick here before we get going, guys. All right, should I trade Allen Robinson, Kelsey, and Edmonds for Brees, Hall, Pitts, and St. Brown? Edmonds, Brees, something. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Hundred percent. Yes. Yeah.
2: Especially if this is it. especially if this is any form of keeper or dynasty. Um, even
3: redraft them. Okay with it. Even
2: redraft them. That's what I'm saying. Even redraft them yeah. doing this, but.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm down with it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Pitts will, the- will bounce back at some point. Bruce Hall is yeah. going to get more work, and St. Brown has just been nasty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to ever have a, a big role in this Dolphins offense at this point. So if you can make that train, make that trade for sure. Like All nice right, absolutely, yeah and so let me wrap things up here guys as always thank you all for listening in as always please go check out our website at www.thefantasycoaches.com we got our rankings we have our episodes up there we have the dynasty coaches we have our rankings we have uh, my playbook that's up there and updated as always uh if you want to follow us on twitter that's at coaches fantasy for all of our content and announcements we have and if there's anything else that we can do for you guys tonight just hit us up on twitter and we'll gladly help you with any start and sick questions so next time, guys, thanks for listening and have a great one.
0: The back is not far fed we got a couple of clock hands. I've been feeling super duper. How the heck they know the future? Come with me. Don't be a loser. Grass is green like poopers scoopers. Clueless analysts don't do the half of this. In fact, I'm backing this by asking if y'all remember that tough act into sh- Like boom, running like zoom. The highest and mightiest has entered the room. High off the knowledge. I'm feeling the fumes. All players covered. this, nuts. It's legumes. Opponents are doomed. And these are the facts. I keep it 100 like I'm running track. Listen up. I'ma head back, back to the blowing up, blowing up, blowing that, go.